So you sign up for the 500 mile Camino de Santiago walk. Yuppie! So that means that you sign up to think, act, perform and eat like an athlete. And that's what we're going to talk today. Yeah. How to get the energy to walk and finish the Camino de Santiago. While eating your way across Spain. Said Erica. And she knows. So in today's episode, we're gonna talk about important breakfast and healthy options of food that not only on Camino de Santiago. Also about the five must-tried dishes on Camino de Santiago. If you're not into food, water is the subject, so where to get it, how to drink it, and the big battle between... Camelback and water bottle. And to finish it up, we have another tasty subject, which is the tradition of a stone which has to do a lot with letting go. Yeah, let's mm. go. Let's go. Ah, and the best five dishes in Spain. Okay, okay. So the fifth one will be... Five must-tried dishes on Camino de Santiago. Tortilla. I will start with tortilla, yeah, because you can eat it on at any part of the day. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, midnight snack. Sounds like a song. Yeah, anytime. And you even find the restaurant bars specialized only with tortillas. But then you ask yourself, what is this tortilla? What is this tortilla? This is simply an omelet made with <laughs> potatoes and eggs. And then you can add to that a little bit of uh, onions. Chorizo. Chorizo, peppers. They even do it they cut it in half and they fill it inside. Amazing. Amazing! Have I have goosebumps. I have to try it. Anyways. Four. Croquetas, another of my favorites. <laughs> I love croquetas. So it's a deep fried bowl made of bechamel and then other ingredients. The classic one, the classic one is ham croquetas, but you can find truffle croquetas, cheese croquetas, clams, squid, peppers, anything. For me, it's important. It's like a dish you can actually share with friends and family. I don't share croquetas. And uh, it's, it's nice, you know, on the go. It's not really healthy, though, but it's not healthy. sometimes the good things are not really healthy, no? And I love trying them from every places. Every place I need to ask for croquetas. And they need to be running. Once you cut in half, all the bechamel needs to go out. Mm, that's Amazing. a long story. You must try it. Ay, 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 number three. It's another whole subject of the pincho culture. culture. Because Spain is one of the unique places where you actually can have a little bit of different things and then maybe even share it with others. But there's a big difference of pincho and tapas, okay? So the pincho will be individual one, individual canapé. Like finger food. Sometimes really fancy. And then the tapas, which is also something really common, will be like a plate. Small dishes. Yeah. Small little dish that maybe you can share with others. And depending on the place that you are, you can find so many different varieties. Like For the la, la morcilla de Burgos, oh. or el pincho de Calle Laurel. Oh, anyway, Erica burned this there 
uh, her face. I burn my lip and my with tongue. With one of those pinchos, and she loves that moment uh, forever. <laughs> so, cannot Pincher. miss the pinchos and tapas, guys. Where is where can you find them? What is most typical? Actually, pincho comes from the Basque country, so the so the region of Navarra, of Pamplona, there is few places over there. That I'm not going to even mention, but there are. Um, and then the Logroño, and then Burgos, Leon. and Leon, and everywhere. You are going to be... Ugh. So, <laughs> don't miss the pinchos and tapas, guys. Not at all. Should we go to number two? Yeah, let's go. So, cannot be different than talking about the second best Camino food in front of the green warehouse would be... Pimiento de Padrón. Which are the green peppers from the village called Padrón in Galicia. These are the small green peppers which are fried and then you put rock salt on top. So simple but so amazing. It goes with everything. It's a side dish for everything. And you know what I mean? There is even a saying, Pimientos de Padrón, uno pica, otro no. But you can find the spicy peppers inside. Say yeah, it's like a game. It's at a... least one. It's one and spicy. Oh, it's spicy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and it's really good. You know, sometimes the veggies have character. And this is one of those character veggies that can go on its own. Yeah. Yeah? yeah. Oh. Which, which one is your favorite food? Which one are you looking forward to try? Or which one you are not looking forward to try? Put it down in the comments. Let's let open the know. conversation. And if you're still not subscribed, subscribe. So saying bye-bye to the Japanese port, we have the last dish for you. The dish of the dishes. The taste of the tastes. The Galician octopus, pulpa la gallega. It's tender octopus on a bed of potatoes with paprika, rock salt and olive oil. Amazing! Amazing! You can find it absolutely anywhere. Remember, closer to the sea, the better. Closer to Galicia, the better. Better. And yeah, it's good to share with others. It's good to, um, it's, it's good to eat it on your own. For many, considered one of the best things to eat. Yeah. Especially on Camino Santiago, it tastes a glory when you do 60, 40, or 25 kilometers and you get to the place and you just have it. Yeah. <laughs> you may not be into octopus, but go out of your comfort zone and try it. So Spain is famous for its vibrant, diverse food culture. It is different from region to region. From the amazing seafood in Galicia, the pinches in País Vasco, tortilla, croqueta, caldo gallego, paella. But now we are going to focus on the healthy options for breakfast. I'm going to have a bite. You're going to have a bite. Yeah, of course. Uh. Mm. Breakfast. Mm. Let's talk about breakfast. And sometimes when you're in the Camino, not sometimes, but really often when you're in the Camino having your desired breakfast, it's impossible. Because yeah, maybe I would like to have a full English breakfast and I cannot have like it. Like pancakes with the... Uh, with the bacon and the maple syrup. Mm, impossible, impossible. You, you know, when you travel yourself, like we now in Japan, 
for our breakfast we have this massive look at the size of this bread how how tall it is look how at. thick how thick it is sure yeah you have to adjust keeping in mind that your body will um, will need a lot of energy to perform for a long time you need stamina you need energy a thing in mind too heavy breakfast in the morning it's a really slow walking yeah it makes you heavy you have to stop too light breakfast in the morning it's a recipe for fainting as well as having another breakfast there's plenty of shops you can go inside of any supermarket choose your preferences and there is one which i really love in spain especially they called fruits fresh fruit fresh fruits erica loves fruits yeah. spain is famous for its oranges so don't skip your your daily orange juice yeah orange uh, even orange juice natural orange juice you find it everywhere and it's really good so now it's time for the breakfasts yeah what, what to choose exactly for me the most important needs to be like proteins which can mean um, chicken pavo what is pavo turkey chicken turkey um, cheese yogurt carbohydrates like a toast whole with toast healthy healthy fat like olive oil and nuts that's really i'm not really the guy of, of proteins or carbohydrates to be honest i go by what's ever visual to me so, yeah, yeah so there would be a toast with ham and a glass of orange juice that would be something for me and i think the coffee is also a main factor of the day yeah but why does mine has all this on top it like, doesn't baby i cannot no drink clue. it it doesn't no it's, it's only foam about the healthy breakfast and the healthy routines we are so excited to tell you that in may and september 2024 we have a retreat where we are going to explore all these healthy habits that you need to incorporate that you should incorporate in your daily life during camino and maybe oh, even after and maybe even after this a three nights four days retreat just on the first stage on the camino francaise in saint jean pierre de port if you're coming from far away come stay with us fight your jet lag again to get into camino spirit and from there you can start the beautiful journey on the camino de santiago we're not gonna meet there the first time we're gonna we're gonna have a zoom calls from the beginning of the year preparing you and preparing ourselves for like daily stages uh, food care what to pack uh, anything anything that you need help with will be there come be fun. Be fun. <laughs> in the descriptions we're gonna have a link it puts your interest there and this is the ultimate fight between the camelback which is me and the water bottle who is me and let's see who's gonna win easy of use i'm a straightforward screw cup design and i'm hands-free drinking from the mouth valve let's call it a draw refilling convenience i'm easy to refill you just screw the cup and you fill it up it's a bit more complex for me because you have to take me out 
open the reservoir, fill it up, close the reservoir, stick it into the backpack. Okay. Ah, oh, cleaning. I'm easy to clean and I'm dishwasher friendly. You will need to regularly clean the reservoir hose and the bite valve. Yeah. yeah. Time consuming. It's time consuming, you think? <laughs> Hydration monitoring. You can easily see how much water is left in the bottle. You will regularly need to check it out how much water is left in the camel back because it's not really shown. Capacity. I have different sizes available. <laughs> I have different big sizes available. One, two, three and more. Weight distribution. The weight is mainly carried in my hands. The weight is easily and nice distributed all over the backpack. Resistance. I'm quite resistant to, to time and fold. Probably you will have to pick a bit more expensive camelback to have a full assurance that it will survive any puncture. It's most likely the bottle would be the easiest thing to use. Those bottles that we have nowadays are really cool. There is BPM free, so they're like healthy. You can even put the eyes inside and nothing's gonna happen to them. And they last forever. If you go for coming back though, please don't get those cheap versions because they can easily break. It not only make a mess inside of the backpack, but also the water might not go out. That's number one. Yeah. For many people, the camel bag and sucking things all the time, it actually provokes them to drink more water. Yeah, because you always have it readily available there. Which is good, which is bad, all depends on you. But now the question of the day, water on Camino, is it easy to get? It depends on which route you are. But for example, on French route, you can easily find it every now and then. You have fountains, you have bars, you can fill it up in albergues. Tap water is safe, unless stated otherwise. Mm -hmm. You can go to the bars, you can ask for the tap water to, to refill. You can even buy yourself a bottle of mineral water. They have plenty. But there are many places in the mountains, they have a really clean, beautiful water. And if it's written, safe to drink go for it because it's just a good flavor it's water how can it have good flavor because sometimes it can be used with chlorus and you can feel it and you know you have a palette it's called the sommelier of water palette color palette ah color palette no no, no. <laughs> it's a sommelier of water baby uh, how much should you carry how much water should you carry Depends on the time of the year. If it's summer, definitely take more. If you are in La Meseta, take more because you don't have many points to get water. Mm -hmm. um, but otherwise, you, you are good to go with two liters. Well, I drink a lot. You are good I'd with one liter. I'd say one liter with me and many stages I can refill the, refill the play. I don't like to risk it, so I always go with two liters. And, uh, and also a really important thing, remember that before the Camino, the hydration is important. So and if, before starting. Before in the early morning, get yourself drink two cups of water, maybe get your body hydrated. And then if the day was long and if you feel that your body needs some water, go for more water. But also good to get these drinks like 
um, Aquarius, which refills all the mineral that you are losing while walking with sweat. And uh, it's really good to replenish your body. To be honest, I like to refill those uh, micro elements uh, with a nice little beer. And I think that now the moment of reflection comes, not only on the, in this video, but also in the Camino, the reflection on accompanied by the stone tradition, which is the idea of putting in the physical shape all your burdens, all your fears and worries, or maybe hopes or wishes, and take it with you on the Camino, because there are special places where you can actually live it metaphorically, taking that burden away from your shoulders. Yeah, the most iconic one is the Cruz de Ferro, but all the Camino it's f full of these places where you can get rid of this burden physically, because you are carrying it with you and then you leave it, but also emotionally getting rid of that burden. Because for many people, this journey is about letting go. Letting go, anger, grudges, uh, pain. Many reasons there yeah. actually. That, that not only, and I would, I would rather say, mainly there is not a beautiful or happy reason to go and walk Camino de Santiago, to endure 500 miles, you know? It's There's painful, so something, why? There is something behind. And this idea behind you, sometimes you can put into stone and take it with you. Some people take ashes, some people take little toys, toys, child's toys, because of the other stories they have. So, depending on the subject that one has. I remember the Cruz de Ferro, we went there. It's a beautiful stage next to Fonsebadon. So in the morning, if you wake up, you go, and there are queues of people just sitting there, meditating there, crying there, and... It's like, people approach this Cruz de Ferro, this area, like with reverence. They get even anxious, no, the day before, because you are approaching it. It's a moment like, it marks the before and after, like a threshold, mm -hmm. a threshold where you keep going after this point lighter. And that actually comes to this, this subject of letting go, which we have in our journal. And it's good to ponder about it. It's good to ponder about what is that it's heavy on your shoulders. It's good to have an idea why you walk in the Camino, if there's anything that you can get rid of, or maybe simply accept and understand. Transform into something else. Hmm. Letting go. In order to fully step into the threshold of a new you, and the new life, it is essential to cultivate the art of letting go. Free yourself from the burdens of the past, shed the weight of attachments, and embrace the beauty of impermanence. Below that, there are two exercises that you can actually do and it can help you to enhance this process. And there are many other things that you can find in our The Journey Within Journal for Camino de Santiago, which is available probably all over the world. It's a beautiful little friend that can accompany you in a deeper understanding yourself and others. So they head to the description. There is a link that will allow you to get one of these. And remember, 
please leave the review because we like reviews. Guys, conclusion time. That means that wherever you are eating good, eating healthy and drinking good water is important. It could be different in the countries like Japan where we are, maybe in Spain if you're from somewhere else, but with a little bit of research, a little bit of goodwill, you will find your way. Yeah? Yeah. Let's close this thing. Yes, let's go. Guys, it was a pleasure to tell you to take you on this little journey of Japan. We still have another 1000 kilometers to go. Many podcasts to do. So, bye. <laughs>